Do you want to do the, is it recording already? Okay. Okay, you ready? This is good after Tyler's talk about the rash of the dress syndrome, okay? So I'm going to give a lecture. It's not as long as my usual lectures here. Uh, I'm going to present a case I saw uh, and took pictures of. And we're going to discuss uh, some bad uh, diseases that are uh, low incidence but high mortality. And the emergency physician needs to know how to recognize them, especially the subtle kinds. And also needs to know about the disposition. It's not just, oh, whisk them up to the ICU because they look sick. That may hurt the patient. You actually need to get rid of them to another hospital in many cases. So I'm going to talk about erythema multiforme major and minor, including Stephen Johnson syndrome and toxic epidermal necrolysis. So here's a true case of a patient that rolled into our ED when I was there on a morning, on a mid-morning, uh, to a trauma C. Paramedics stated they were called out to a doctor's office, her own doctor's office in the morning, to see this 37-year-old healthy woman. And they, they, she complained of her doctor had called 911 from the office because she had this rash that she came in for. It came on gradually over 24 hours. And she had just finished a course of Bactrim like 14 days. So this was like the 15th day of, for sinusitis. But he hadn't done any tests for that. She had like uh, runny nose and facial pain. The doctor gave her Bactrim. And some Robitussin over the counter was taken for cough and congestion. So here when she comes into the ED now, oh, so this is in the field, in the field. She's alert, it's off the paramedic sheet. She's alert-oriented, tachycardic, either normal tensive or it could be a little hypotensive or hurry. You don't know her normal blood pressure. She's sinus tach on the monitor in the field. And the paramedics describe red rash with large blisters over the body and bilateral wheezes. And she has no history of asthma. So they, they couldn't get an IV line in. Uh, they gave her an albuterol neb with no improvement. And the the paramedics made a diagnosis of Stevens-Johnson syndrome, and they bypassed other hospitals to get to UCI. Why did they do that? Because we have a burn unit, and they knew that. Okay. So this is when you go in the room and see her. She, you're a present when she arrives. She's alert. She's talking, but she looks ill. Like she doesn't want to be here, you know, she looks ill, but she doesn't appear to have a mental status, abnormalities, and her airway seems to be open. So she's put on the bed in trauma C, and you can see part of her skin here. I'll show a few more pictures later. You can see her lips are edematous, her face is edematous, the skin is covered with sort of a rash, and you can see there's blisters developed. She said, oh, 24 hours ago I didn't have anything. I was having some mild, I started getting some mild fever and chills and body aches. And then that all got worse, and I started having some vomiting and occasional shortness of breath, not coughing, really. So this is in the ED. You are find she's febrile. Are those blisters on her lips? That was the I'll show you another picture. Temperature 39. She's tachycardic, normal tensive. Respirations are normal. She's talking to you. Looks like she's a lot of pain. Her eyes have bilateral red conjunctiva. Uh, the mouth has slough mucosa inside. The lips are ulcerated on the outside as well as the inside. Um, the skin, there's large blisters over the body, mostly central in distribution. There's, it's really all over, but it's less on her ex distal extremities. And there was a few little petechial rash on her distal extremities, nothing much that's that, that you notice mainly. Here's a few more pictures of the same lady. The face again, you notice the, the swollen lips, the erosions, 
the skin rash, the, see the skin sort of sloughing off. Here's a picture of her back. You can see the skin sloughing off. She has this rash, is all new. There's a big bulleye there, probably going to come off soon. She had a positive Nikolsky sign. I think I have one more picture here. There's her face again. Edema, it's all edematous. Uh, and then uh, her eyes are red, and there's a blister there. And you mostly, most, some of the blisters are coming off just lying on the sheets. The skin's coming off there. But if you would rub your hand against her belly, some of the skin would come off like that. Okay. There it is again. This is in the ED. So, uh, of course, the paramedics made the right diagnosis of some bad skin rash, Stephen Johnson syndrome, or it's toxic epidermal necrolysis. So this is what we did. We called the burn surgeon and the dermatologist to come to the ED. And they both, the attendings of both services came within 30 minutes. What time was this? Nine in the morning on a weekday. Wow. Okay? <laughs> and of course, I made the call, so they would come right away, right? So, so uh, she got admitted to the bird unit, uh, punched by as if skin were done by the dermatologist, an urgent finding. And why did he do that? Because. Okay, so when you do a biopsy for Steven Johnson and toxic relationship, it looks the same. But there's other things that are less serious that are completely treated differently. And so you could, be, you could miss some unusual skin disease that could mimic TEN or Steven Johnson. So that's not necessarily an ED thing, but the dermatologist did biopsies in the first few hours. And then it takes a you know, day or to get, two to get the results back. So, uh, and I think this was Dr. Sinat as the burn attending and Dr. Linden as the dermatology attending. They were there within 30 minutes. And uh, so she was taken right, uh, she might have gone to the burn unit for a couple hours, but she went to the operating room uh, to have Dr. Sinat debride her burn, burn their blisters and treat her like a burn patient. They, she placed BioBrain over denuded surfaces. So I'm going to show you what BioBrain is in a minute. Uh, and then she had an ophthalmology consult also within a few hours. And these patients need ophthalmology to see them every single day in the ICU, every single day for like a week at least. So admit to a community hospital, that's not a good idea. You're going to an ophthalmologist every single day or a dermatologist, no. So she had bilateral cornea involvement, and there's more eye disease you get from this than just cornea. Uh, she got intravenous immunoglobulin, which really hasn't been shown to be that effective, probably not harmful and it's expensive, but she did not get steroids and she did not get plasmapheresis. So she got worse and worse over week, over the next week. But she eventually made a full recovery, like a, like a burn patient would, although it's not as bad as a burn because the, the depth of the injury is not quite the same, okay? So she, she had eventually left the hospital in good shape. She probably had some scars or something. <coughs> so let me mention a few words about this BioBrain because you'll see the burn doctors do this a lot. Uh, and you can even use it for more minor things. But it's this thin biocomposite temporary wound dressing. You actually, a burn doctor would sort of put it on and he'd leave it on for weeks until the skin epithelializes. And it has porcine dermal collagen. It has this nylon fabric. I'll show you an example of what it looks like. This is taken from the website of the manufacturer. It's a very thin layer over the skin, over the burn injury, or the toxic necrolysis skin injury. And it epithelializes gradually, okay? And here's a burn patient having the biobrain applied all over the body. And that's in the OR. Here's after it's applied like a film on it. And you just sort of leave it on for a long time. It's not something that's changed every day as far as I know. But this patient got that in, the, in, the first, in that same day. So they had this all placed in the operating room. 
and that may have helped her a lot because it acts like an artificial skin and the skin sort of grows back underneath. So, so now we have something more common is you have a patient, this patient's really sick, you're going to say, well, I'm going to admit the patient to the ICU no matter what. I just get, I'll get some blood tests, EKG, chest x-ray, IV fluids, and admit. So it's really not that big of an issue for emergency physicians. Well, it might be. So first of all, it could be more subtle is that they could just have a rash. You're not sure what it is. It's a drug rash. What makes you think a drug rash could be serious? And so you might need to like, observe them for 23 hours in the ED or, or shorter, admit them to a floor, or transfer them somewhere else. But you don't have quite the picture of Steven Johnson or, or uh, toxic epidermolysis. So there's a lot of features. So if you have several of these features, you consider this drug rash is pretty serious, like Tyler's case of dress, for example, that has some of these features. But you don't have to have all these. You might want to consider not just dis discharging somebody right away with some of these features. Um, so if the skin hurts all over, if you've got edema, angioedema, uh, if you have blisters, high fever, enlarged lymph nodes, that's important, liver abnormalities, atypical lymphocytosis, and tr trouble breathing, you might want to like, admit or like, watch them if you're not quite sure they need admission, instead of just discharging and say take some antihistamines and H2 blockers. Okay? So any kind of drug can give some of these things. So the differential diagnosis of things like erythema multiforme and toxic epidermolycus. So there's very few things that look quite like it in the bad stage. There's one thing that can, you could really miss in children is staphylococcus.